Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Lodic, and I hope you're having a great day. Today, we're talking about some side hustles to make some extra money, but specifically, we're talking about some corona-proof side hustles. These are ones that, you know, if you're having a quarantine and a stay-at-home thing in your state, these are ones that are actually still going to work. And so we have five ideas of things that you can do from home to make some extra cash, and so that's what we're covering now. We know that there are a lot of you right now who are either out of jobs, lost hours, you run a business and you're getting clobbered. And a lot of side hustle ideas like just don't make sense right now because Mm -hmm. it's a crazy world we're living in. You know, it's just like whatever. Yeah, like I actually had to take a lift yesterday and the lift driver was like, it's just dead, told me it's just dead, which I feel like we've talked about that one a lot in the past. So it's just a whole different world, but we're going to talk about a few different ideas of things that you can actually still do in our coronavirus world that we live in. Not all of them are going to be a fit for you, but maybe one of them will be a fit and maybe uh, maybe none of them will be a fit, but maybe they'll give you some ideas and get you thinking. And that's our prayer for you tonight as we're kind of going through this. So first on the list, this you might have already heard about this, but this is really crazy. Amazon is hiring 100,000 people, 100,000 employees right now. The pay is $17 an hour or more. Which is not bad. Which not is bad at all. pretty crazy because it says you can start as soon as seven days, no resume or previous work experience required, and you can be paid $17 an hour or more. Three main sections that they have that they're focusing on is a warehouse. So this is, I think, just putting things in boxes and whatever. So if you have a warehouse nearby, there's probably a whole bunch of op- options there. Also, shoppers. Because we've used the Whole Foods kind of delivery thing. And so they have their own in-store shoppers who will go around and then whatever, do grocery shopping. And then somebody else delivers it. it. And then they also have delivery drivers. Some of these are using the Amazon trucks. And then I believe some of these are using your own vehicle to deliver packages as well. So there's a few different options here of things that you can do. But when it's just insane to think about 100,000 positions are available here. So... But that's amazing because if you've ordered anything off Amazon, is that Amazon right there texting you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) If you've ordered anything off Amazon, like their shipping is, it's pretty delayed right now. Yeah. So I'm sure they're hurting for stuff because nobody wants to leave the house. So they're crushing it. We're Amazon shareholders and um, I'm sure it's good for the stock. (laughs) But, But yeah, it's just crazy times right now for them. So that's definitely something to consider. All right, next one is a company called Live Ops. I'll have the links to any of these. We'll put them down in the description. It's a website called Live Ops. This is like an online call center. So it's like you can work at a call center and answer phones for different companies, but not be at locations. So you can do it so you from can be in your, house. your house. Yeah. So the Brilliant. requirements are pretty simple. You need to have a quiet place where you can work. You need to not have whatever three kids running around you. And I am blessed to have this separate office. And then I think you just basically need to know how to use a computer. Like pretty simple stuff. I don't know what the pay is on this. But the gist is it's a pretty flexible thing. And I understand that there are a good amount of opportunities here as well. Because a lot of companies who have moved their employees out, who have laid off employees, like this is something that's not going because people are still calling, asking questions. And most big companies have some form of call center like this that they're using. So this is another thing that you could consider as well. And All the right. girl on the website looks so happy answering calls. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll love there it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, number three on the list is a website called Take Lessons. 
if you have any kind of skill, you can go on this website and you can teach it to people. Like so both staff skills. Both staff skills. I mean, I don't know how many people are going to hire you for that, but uh, but any kind of musical instrument. Uh-huh. Uh, I think coding, like oh. computer skills, like Microsoft Office, any foreign, foreign languages. languages. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. CAD software, like academic tutoring. So if you're good at math and you want to teach fifth graders math or something like that, you know. So I'm all sure there'd this, be a lot of moms who would be happy for you to teach their kids math at this point, right? Yeah, like singing. There's singing lessons on here. You know, and so anything that you have a skill on, chemistry, reading, sewing, chess, drawing, Photoshop, Photoshop yeah. like just all kinds of stuff listed on here. So anything that you might have some sort of skill in that you're like, ah, you know, I'm actually really good at this. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you got your degree in it, but you're not using it for your job. Like you might have forgotten about it, but but that's a skill that you can take on this site you know, sign up, create a profile, and, um, you know, they're going to help market you to get you out in front of people. Now, it's obviously going to depend on how in demand this skill is that you have or what you're teaching. Man, these eight o'clock sessions just get her, get those yawns out. Oh, man. But anyway, this is something to consider as well. If you have any sort of skill that you could put on here. Is take lessons the same thing as Skillshare? I'm not sure. I know I've been on the Skillshare website, but I forgot. I'm assuming it's a similar type idea. I think there's a lot of these places like this. And kind of the strategy with this is you could go to one that maybe isn't as big and you might be able to... So for example, if you're teaching guitar lessons on one of these sites that doesn't have as many active users... That could be good or bad. It's bad because there's not as many users, but it could be good because there's not as many people teaching guitar, you know, whereas if you go to one where there's a hundred other guitar teachers, it might be harder for you to stand out. So it might be worth trying multiples and just see what one works and which one is getting traction for you. But but either way, a decent way to kind of make some flexible income while you're sitting at home. Great. All right. Number four, and we kind of hinted on this a little bit with the Whole Foods delivery thing, but Instacart right now, delivering groceries. Not everybody's going to feel comfortable doing this, and I completely understand that. But this is something that is really needed right now. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who can't get their groceries. Right. I was reading this article about Instacart drivers and grocery workers are just kind of like the new heroes in this this crisis that we have. Right. Because like we're depending on them for Mm -hmm. food to get our food. I mean, I'm still going to the grocery store, but there are people who are at that at risk age in their 70s and 80s, like Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be going to the grocery store. And in these Instacart people. My friend just had a baby. She ain't going to the grocery store, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's kind of cool that you kind of get to step into the role of being a hero as well as making money delivering groceries, which obviously is pretty simple. But anyway, that's just another thing to consider with this as well. Mm-hmm. All right, number five, and this is not, I wouldn't call this a side hustle. It could turn into a side hustle, but it's selling junk around your house. At We're first, all at home. Let's clean everything out. Yeah, like this is the <laughs> time to do it. We've done a few different tutorials on eBay. I've been an active eBay user for a long, long time, and it's gotten so much easier. It used to be really complicated and confusing and years and years ago, and now it's just like stupid simple. Mm-hmm. Just really, really simple. Before you dismiss this, we... I took one month and I challenged myself, if I run around the house and get everything I possibly get to sell it, I'm going to do this for one month and see how much I can actually make. I made $2,100 in one month selling the junk from around our house. This is stuff I wasn't using anymore, stuff we didn't need. You know, it was probably 30, 40 different things I sold and it netted us $2,100 in a single month. This is something that you should definitely be considering at this point because what else are you going to do? Most people think that they don't have anything to sell. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's a great point. But I have heard a lot of people telling me lately, they're like, I'm a minimalist, but not by choice. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they're just, they're like, I, I mean, that's like their kind and cute way of saying, I don't have a ton of money to like buy a whole bunch of junk yeah. to have in my no, house. No, I get it. I get it. But um, So, okay, here's the stat. And I, I need to find the article that shows this. But uh, the average American household has, I believe it's either five or $7,000 worth of stuff that can be sold on eBay. That's the average American household. So don't know where you fall on that. Maybe you're on the shorter side of that, but you have stuff to sell. You just might not know what it is. I'm so sorry. And she's about to fall asleep. What if you just fell asleep? I'll give you $5 if you legit PM, you fall guys. asleep it's while we're doing this. <laughs> All right. What? In my defense, I got in a car accident yesterday. My body is spent. Linda okay. got in a car accident yesterday. I'm fine. Everyone's fine, but. Yeah. Definitely a little sore today. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So the other thing is it might be time for you to start a business. If you have been thinking about starting a business, uh, this just might be the time to do it. And a lot of people are like, well, we're in really rough economic times. We might be heading into a recession. This is not the time to start a business. And it's just not true. There are so many fantastic businesses birthed in recessions. Like um, I've seen a few different memes circling around Instagram that show like all of these fantastic companies that have started in recessions. And there are always opportunities. And a lot of them present themselves in the midst of really when things start changing and shifting, like opportunities are created. Yeah. And so if you have... And things are very different now than they were three yeah, weeks ago. Absolutely. It's a completely different world. And people's needs and desires like have just yeah. shifted so much. And that it's presents crazy. opportunity. So if you have a skill... If you have a job, like the guy who's driving for Lyft. Lyft for you was an IT guy who's mm -hmm. struggling to find a job, and so he's doing that. But if you have IT skills, you could find some way to freelance that. You can go to Upwork.com. If you go to Upwork.com, just start going there and, like, looking around at all the different things that people are hiring for. Uh, it's insane, like, what you can do as a freelancer online. So if you haven't considered doing that, that's something to consider. If you make stuff, if you craft stuff, if you love collecting vintage items from uh, thrift stores. You know, you can sell that stuff on Etsy. And now is the time to start trying the stuff out. If you're stuck at home anyway and you can't watch the baseball game and you, you can't leave the house, it's like do something to start moving forward and at yeah. least attempt. It's like even if you fail and it goes nowhere, you're going to learn something and there's not you much to lose. Yeah. Like what else are you going to lose? So so anyway, that, that's my encouragement for you today. Like, Whatever it is, just start taking steps towards that. If you need some extra cash, don't just lay around waiting for the government to send us a check. Like mm -hmm. a lot of us are going to get checks and that's great, but that's not going to solve the problem. Right. The reality is, is we might be in this for a while and this might be a, a long road out of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so the sooner you get started, the better. The sooner you start moving forward towards something, the better. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. What else you want to add? I don't. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> so we went to Warren Buffett's Berkshire annual Hathaway, meeting, yeah. Berkshire Hathaway thing. When was this? Five years ago? Longer than that. It was, was before it really? kids. Oh wow! So it was like kids. seven years seven, ago, maybe which eight, was yeah. really fun. We've been Berkshire Hathaway um, shareholders for a long time. Anyway, his partner Charlie Munger is. They're both like now like what eighty five, ninety years yeah, old, like super old yeah. guys. Charlie Munger, his partner, his so, business partner. So, yeah, Warren Buffett would sit there and talk and give his big, full, long answer. And then he'd go, Charlie? And Charlie would say, I have nothing more to add. Like, like every single time. Every like, he's time. just a man of no words. 
But they're very wise. But also, like Warren Buffett did a great job, like <laughs> answering the questions that were yeah. there. Yeah. So he didn't really need to add anything. So yeah. All right. So in so, other words, you're doing a great job. You're the Warren Buffett in this I'm d- scenario. Oh, great, 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 great. Love. <laughs> all right. Let's see if we can hit up some questions before we go real questions? quick. If anybody has any? Um, all right. You look at Instagram. I'll look here. Okay. This one said, "I tried one of the website user testing gigs. It's great." Ten dollars or twenty minutes of work, but the competition is incredible. I'll have about two seconds to get the gig, or someone else already gets it. Yeah, so we did a review about this website called User Testing, which allows you to test websites. So you can just search for this on YouTube, um, search Seed Time and User Testing. You should be able to get it. We have a review of it, but yeah, it's ten dollars for a twenty-minute test, and you're just kind of looking at a website and going through. Um, I don't think this is something based on the comments I've seen on this video. I don't think you're going to be able to like, turn this into super huge income or anything, but. Might be a way to make a few bucks while you're uh, sitting here. One All right. Do you know yeah. of any data entry positions? I know that there are a couple of data entry places like uh, TaskRabbit is one place. And the reason I'm like a little bit leery in this is because you are, I don't know how to say this, but you're competing with the lowest level, um, the people who are wor- willing to work for like the lowest possible amount. So there are data entry positions there that might be 2 or $3 an hour. Now, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some that are higher than that, but... There's a, a lot of competition there for very, very low pay. Um, all right. And then what's okay. the question over here? It says, I have a 19-year-old daughter who needs a better paying job while not going to college full time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, uh, so I, I feel like I get a lot of questions like this and I, I'm hesitant to... I'm hesitant to say anything because I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know your daughter at all. I don't know what she likes. I don't know her giftings. I don't know any of that. I like presenting a handful of ideas like we did tonight because, you know, most of them aren't going to fit for you, but maybe one of them will fit for your daughter. Or but, it'll spark an idea. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's kind of like a brainstorming thing. That's the goal of it because there's no way I can tell you what to do. I mean, because I, I don't know what you like. I don't know what your pay range is. <laughs> I, I, you know, any of these things. So, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that'll generate some ideas and, yeah, we can kind of go from there. Okay. Another question. What are good investing books or articles to learn about investing? Go to our website. If you go to seedtime.com, go to the top. and It's under like the make money section. We have beginner's guide to get started investing. So it's a simple article. just points you to a couple different things. That'll get you in the ballpark with some of the things we recommend and going down that path. As far as books... I tend to be a little bit more of a long-term, I definitely am, a longer-term investor. I'm looking for good companies that are going to last. I'm not into the day trading stuff. I'm not into the trading cryptocurrency, you know, arbitrage, any of that. Until you really, really know what you're doing, and even still, like it, it very much leans in the direction of gambling versus buying a very good, solid company that is going to be around for decades and decades. That in my book, is a lot closer to investing. So I much prefer that approach. So all that said, one of the books that I still like a lot, and a lot of the principles are still relevant, even though it's very old, is a book by Peter Lynch called One Up on Wall Street. Warren Buffett hasn't written any books himself, at least last I've heard, but he has... um, Actually, let me show you this book real quick. Look at this incredibly super boring book here. (laughs) So it's called The Essays of Warren Buffett. And so basically every single year, uh, Warren Buffett in his letter to his shareholders writes an essay and they are really good. He writes it to, I believe, his sister. I think that's the audience that he's writing for. His sister who's not, I, I don't know what to describe her as, but he writes it to his sister. It's very easy to understand. It's very everyday language. 
And they're just absolutely invaluable pieces of wisdom on learning how to invest and how to think like a really smart businessman. Those are all free. You can go get them on the website, but this is one book that has them all rolled up into it. And so it's just nice and convenient that it's all here. Mm -hmm. So this is fantastic. But yeah, I think those are possibly good starting points. All right. Do you recommend starting a blog to get income? Uh, I think starting a blog to earn money is, that's what I've done the last 12 years. I And I think it's fantastic. I'm so thankful that I've been able to do that. And there are more bloggers making full-time income now than ever. Like mm-hmm. it just continues to grow and expand. And I think it's easier than it's ever been. Now, there are tons of people doing it. But the, the problem with this question a lot of times is that people want to start a blog and be making a full-time living next month. And that is <laughs> that's the problem. pretty rare and pretty mm-hmm. unlikely. And so you have to view it like it is. It is. It's starting a business. And you have to think of it in terms yeah. of entrepreneurship and Well, and I remember when you started the blog, you said, I'm not exchanging hours for dollars anymore. So especially in the beginning, you're putting in a whole lot of time and not seeing really You're exchanging hours for nothing. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you're getting nothing. So you do that for a long time and then it trades to the point where if you do it, you can can build it in a way that's passive Mm -hmm. uh, or at least aspects of it are passive, which is really nice. And that was one of the things that we loved that we take a month-long sabbatical every single year and- Many of those months, we've actually earned just as much when I wasn't working for the entire month as we did when I was because there's some passive components of it by getting uh, recurring streams of traffic and stuff like that. And so that's absolutely amazing. Absolutely mind-blowing and amazing. So point is, yes, I think it's still a great idea. I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah, and we have a free course on how to get started over on our website. So go to seedtime.com forward slash you, and it'll take you to our university. We have free like course Y-O-U there. Y-O-U or the letter U, U? Letter U. Okay. Yeah, you can do that and you can get started. You just have to know that it's the long game. It's not something that, you know, in the next two months, you're going to be making a full-time income. All right. Well, I hope you found this helpful as always. And if you did, please share this with someone who needs it. There are plenty of people out there right now who could benefit from this. So pass this along over to them. And if you haven't said hi to us over on Instagram, please do that. And if you haven't gone over to our website and checked out some of our other side hustle articles, we have so many different ideas on ways to make some more money. So these were five of our favorites that are relevant to right now. But even outside of that, once we get over this whole thing, there are plenty of other ideas on our website, ctime.com to check out as well. So with all that out of the way, have a great day. I will see you soon.